I V M. Welcome to Absolutely Right. I'm your host Aditi Farana. Today's topic is about that subtle, personal, private conversation that you have with yourself. Have you noticed that nagging voice inside your head? For some of us, this is a voice of caution. It protects us from any possible risk or danger. But for others, this caution turns into criticism. The voice turns mean, unkind, doubtful, and sabotaging. You're so stupid. How could you think this way? Have you ever seen yourself in the mirror? How dumb! If you have caught yourself saying these things out loud, then be sure that your self-dialogue also has similar vocabulary. In today's short episode, let's talk about how to recognize your self-critical patterns. Which handwriting stroke can depict self-doubt, which is the source of this self-critical voice? And five ways to stand up against it. If you're new here, let me fill you in. Absolutely Right Friday episodes are designed to create an actionable change. With every episode, we create a worksheet or as we call it, Friday Fun Sheet for you to commit to growth and take actions. This is a PDF document that you can download from my website, aditisurana.com slash podcast. Let me start by accepting that it is tough. Our inner critic does not show up one fine day. We build towards it. With our fearful, doubtful, judgmental thoughts, but one thought at a time. It is so difficult to spot it in the moment. Let me give you an example. When you judge someone else or doubt their capability of doing something, you probably have that thought once or twice. But when you judge yourself and doubt your capability, you keep repeating that thought over and over again. Many times that becomes the basis of how you look at yourself. Our external wars are hard enough. But these self-critical internal battles make every decision even more treacherous. Remember, your self-dialogue is the most influential and most important conversation that you will ever have with anybody. When you turn against yourself, the problem grows multifold. There are multiple handwriting strokes that represent this paralyzing, what's wrong with me? Why am I not good enough dialogue? But I'm going to talk about the most commonly found handwriting stroke, which is in the letter T. Look at any page where you have written something or pull out a diary or a notebook and write 8 to 10 lines about anything that comes to your mind. Now, look for the lowercase letter T. Most of us have multiple styles of writing this letter. Just circle any 5 T formations in your writing. As you will observe closely, you will know that this letter has two parts, a vertical line and a horizontal line. Now look at the vertical line and divide it into two halves, the top half and the bottom half. Now listen carefully. If you find the placement of the horizontal line is in the second half of the letter, then that is a sign of self-doubt. What do I mean? If the horizontal line is placed closer to the bottom half, then that is a sign of self-doubt. If this sounds confusing, then I have uploaded an image in today's fun sheet. You can download it from my website aditisurana.com slash podcast. Graphology or handwriting analysis is a great way to assess our deep-rooted issues objectively. There is nothing personal or subjective about it. If you see a stroke, then you will know that you have this problem or not. 
I look at handwriting analysis as looking at someone's blood report. Now let's move to the solution part of our conversation. Five ways to stop your overpowering self-criticism. First, the inner monsters. Sorry to say, but there are no inner monsters. It's all you. And the very moment you take responsibility for that critical voice, you won't feel helpless. I meet a lot of people who believe that their self-critical voice exists in their head because of their critical mother, judgmental father, or even a perfectionist school teacher. But think about it. You might have been surrounded with critical people, but what happens inside your mind and in your self-dialogue is your creation. Stabbing yourself every day only because others stabbed you in the past does not make any sense. I say this often, personality is a sum total of all choices that we make knowingly and unknowingly. If you decide to make different choices, then you'll be able to build yourself differently. Second, the self-doubt cycle. It's a vicious cycle. At some point, somebody taunted you or judged you and you externally fought them, but internally subscribed to their idea out of fear, shame, guilt or doubt. And then you unknowingly started judging yourself every time you didn't fit the box. The box that was created by them. The idea of normal that was prevailing because other people believed in it. Harder you worked towards avoiding their judgments, the more you felt into the trap. Catch yourself in the middle of the cycle. Trace your patterns. Only blindly following the norms is not the way to be normal. You will have to discover your way and people will disagree with you. Point number three, never say never and always. If you manage to decode your self-critical voice, then you will find these unforgiving and misleading words, never and always. I never do anything right. It's impossible. Sometimes you do things really well and at times you don't. Similarly, it is not true when you say I'm always clumsy. No, not true. Separate who you are from what you do. Point number four. Journal, journal, journal. We are trying to correct your self-dialogue. It is that private, intimate and personal conversation you have with yourself. Let's accept only you have access to this distorted, unkind and mean conversation. I haven't come across anything more powerful than journaling to recognize these deep patterns and then Look at them for what they are. Let me give you a question that you can journal around. If I didn't color the situation in my own critical voice, then what would I do right now? Next time when you catch yourself being self-critical, ask yourself this question. Let me repeat it. If I didn't color the situation in my self-critical voice, then what would I do right now? Point number five, gather objective evidence. I know we are discussing an emotional journey, but objectively gathering evidence is crucial. A statement like, I'm a horrible person, can't be left unattended. A habit of calling yourself stupid, dumbo, duffer, or even thinking like this as a joke, needs some correction. This internal ongoing commentary that you hear inside your head is directly and indirectly shaping your self-dialogue and thereby your self-belief. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of Absolutely Right. Please share this conversation with somebody who is unaware of their self-doubt. Tell me in the comment section which part of this conversation was helpful and interesting for you. And what actions will you be taking today to improve? Share your experience and send your questions to me on my Instagram handle at Aditi Surana. 
If you like this podcast, then don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. Let's connect on Wednesday. Till then, happy writing. I hope you enjoyed that show. It's been a really fun week this week as it is almost every week, but this week was particularly fun. Parmesha Honey was on Cyrus Says, great conversation over there. We had a crossover event. Beneath Kanabar, host of the Storytellers and Storytellers podcast, came on Uncle Please Sit. Really interesting conversation about the future of digital content. Besides that, it was the 50th episode this week of Agla Station Adulthood. Congratulations to Ritasha and Ayushi. But yeah, they're 50 episodes down. They had Rekha Ja as the guest on that show. On Advertising is Dead, Varun had the founders of Foxy Moron, Suveer Bajaj and Prateek Gupta on. Another really, really interesting conversation. So full of interesting conversations this week and I hope to see you again next week. Namaskar, dear Bandhu. My name is Ashish Vidyarthi. These are truly challenging times and in these times, we need hope. Do take time to listen to my podcast, Begin the Journey. Available on IVM Podcasts, website, app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, there is hope because there's one life and we are alive.